Hey everyone, welcome back again to the Iconis Podcast, one of the most exciting episodes out there. Oh, I'm sorry, one of the most exciting podcasts out there, not even episodes, podcast. Um, as usual, I'm your host, Barry3D, on my side is the one, the only, the man who's got you going all night long, making you jingle all the way. Who am I talking about? DJ Rod C. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode. It's about that time. Ooh, it's about that time of getting a Ric Flair on. So first and foremost, we want to say, I hope you had a happy holidays. I wish you had a Merry Christmas and all of that. Mm-hmm. And everyone was able to spend some good time with the family, got the gifts that you wanted, enjoy it, and enjoy that family time. It's been a tougher year uh, overall with just how life is. We're not getting into yep. that. We just wanted to make sure to call that out and say, hey, all of those that turn around and donate it to Thud's you know, widow sons, thank you very much on behalf of the podcast here. Um, you know, myself and Rod and supporting Thud, our boy Dave Sekolowski. We mm. we want to truly thank you because I said this is the year to pay it for just before the new year hits. I hope you had a good Christmas. I know I drank some eggnog and I'm lactose intolerant, but hey, I, I love my eggnog. I love my eggnog. Rod, how was your holiday so far? Listen, so far it's been good. You know, just relaxing with the family, just taking it easy. Uh, yeah. Fresh eggnog, you know, you got to love it. It's always fun, especially when it's um, very heavy, uh, tilted with some extra beverage. But we won't get into that. But I'll just say I had a good time. Christmas yeah, you better than me because you better than me because I drink it raw. I can't, I can't, you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm a singles and wrestling. I'm straight edge, so I, I drink it raw. But uh, yeah, you know what I'm missing though? I'm missing some good Sorel. If anyone, if anyone's got some Sorel that's there in the fridge, um, you know, and it's non-alcoholic, please reach out to to your boy here, hook him up. That's why I miss from being, you know, with my parents because I had make anyways. So yes, I, you know, it's a BIM thing. There we go. Um, like usual, uh, we're going to turn around mm-hmm. and say Merry Christmas and Happy yes. Coming New Year to everybody else out there that supports the show. So, one, yep. Christmas gifts. I hope you got some comic books. I hope you got some statues. And if not, then it's still time to go out because it's Boxing yep. Day and hit up these places. So, one place to hit up on Boxing Day is Wow Comics. Tell Wes and the guys we said hi. Another place yep. to hit, check out is Andrew out in Cambridge at the ta- the Hero's Tale comic book store tell them that you heard about it on the iconist podcast we said hi and for our friends out in montreal please reach out and go and see check swings tell trevor and the rest of the guys we said hi get those boxing day prices uh it's not too late hopefully you got some gift cards and it's not too late to get one and give one all right on top of that another friend that supports the show is miss brandy ford she's on 4680q.com wish her happy holidays and on top of that We've got to, uh, the, the subculture podcast network. That's a yeah. network we're part of. That's, uh, you know, us and five, sorry, us and four other podcasts, uh, out there. We're all collaborating. Keep your ears out. In January, we've got some stuff coming for you. Yep. You know, so I'll happy holidays that. to all you gentlemen and, 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 and people are part of that. Mm-hmm. Am I missing anybody? Of course I'm missing people. Uh, um, hey, if you want to turn around and do a podcast like we're doing a podcast, then you got to turn around and join Pod Bean. Start off and yep. do your right. Be creative. Do whatever you want to do. Have your voice. We're on podbean.com. You can find us as aconis.podbean.com. There you go. As usual, I said, anything you want to find, barry3d.com. You'll find me. You'll find mm. anything we do in this show. You'll find Dave Sokolowski, Zolf Ali, because uh, we are a touch of gray matter. Mm-hmm. Those in the new year. I, I've got most of it covered. I've got most of it covered, Rod. Where can <laughs> we find you? Well, you can find me on the World Wide Web, as I always say. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Rod C. You can find me on twitch.tv at twitch.tv forward slash DJ Rod C. You can find me on TikTok at DJ Rod C1. That's DJ Rod C1. Woo! 
Yeah. That's it. Now, last but not oh, least, we're going to turn around. Oh, all right. I'm going to pick it off. No, no, no. no I'm about to say, right? there's one more. There's one more person. There's one more. There's one, one more, more, right? Right. Save the, save the best for last. If you wanted to go and get any kind of graphic work done, you need a graphic artist. Regardless of where you are in the world, you reach out to our boy. You tell him you heard about him on the Iconist podcast. He'll give you a discount. But what's his name? Well, it's the one and only Jay Bird Digital Art. Mr. Jason Reese, Jay Bird Digital Arts. You tell him you heard about him on the Iconist podcast. He will give you a discount, especially why not? It's the new year almost around the corner. Kick it off right with anything do you it. need to do. Okay. On that note, it brings us to the episode. On today's episode of the Iconist Podcast, the icon, the icon is Hello. us. Let's Everybody. Go. Let's go. Let's this, go. This is this is how we end off the year, because this is technically the last one of the year. Yeah. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. So over the year, we've done a lot of stuff. We've talked about a lot of characters over the calendar year. Yeah. We fancasted a lot. We Mm. we had our discussion. We've got our Patreon. It's that stuff like that. We're still waiting for people to send in your Um, pictures. Favorite. Yep. Pictures of your favorite comic books. Yeah. Of your favorite comic book stories. And you know what? Maybe it was my own oversight. So let's try this again. Still want to see it. Send all that. If you got a picture, send that picture over a quick location where it's at and, and let us know. And you can send that to Barry Carter at Barry3D.com. If you're not sure, you go on my website, you use my contact, uh, you know, and you can send me uh, an email and I will get it with that attachment. That is awesome. So there you go through my website. Nice. So right now we we I'll be right. We're not fan casting anybody today. We mm-hmm. just wanted to talk about the year, uh, what we enjoyed, what we hope to see maybe in the coming year. Uh, yeah. Our, you know, moments we had our, our craziness. Uh, let me know. Did you like me when I sing sometimes? I, I can't sing, but I like doing it. <laughs> oh, they like it. Mm-hmm. I believe they do. They're still here. I believe. So that's exactly. a good sign. That's a good sign. Family. So I'm gonna kick this off with a simple, simple question here for you, Rod. But it might make you think. All right. So I hope you're ready for okay. it. Strap on in. My question is: first and foremost, we've covered a lot over the year, but let's see. Yeah. Over the calendar year. Hmm. What maybe movie, streaming series, or or or, or something that you watched that you and maybe we have we've talked about haven't talked about that you enjoyed that you think our fans should turn around and watch binge watch maybe over. It's holiday season. Uh listen, I'm the type of person I'm all over the place. I'm uh-huh. all over the place. If it isn't if it isn't like Lord Dex, yeah. check that out. Um yes. Loki, check that out. Right. Um what else was there? You know what? I know people we I, mean, I know we just talked about that's why it's fresh in my head. We we talked about it last episode about She Hulk. Mm-hmm. I know people that may not have been liked it, but I like She-Hulk. It was all right. Um, uh, different shows. Let me see. Shows I was... I don't know if anybody liked, but I liked the reboot or the continuation. Quantum Leap. Quantum oh. Leap. The series that, that they brought back. Yes. I, I liked yeah. it. They got it. They got a little more deep into it and just gave up different theories and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, we're expanding on the on the Quantum Leap universe. Okay, okay. So that's a good starting point. So I know you mentioned She Hulk, and I and I agree with She Hulk. Mm-hmm. For fans that like She Hulk, great. For fans that didn't like She Hulk, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, thought it was too jokey or maybe too campy, then go and read the John Bryan run of She Hulk, mm-hmm. and then you would understand where they're pulling from. It gives you a little yeah. bit more insight of their flow 
right, influence. Now for Quantum Leap, the reboot or continuation of the episode, the, the that universe, I admit I have I saw the, the the commercials, but I haven't watched it myself. You haven't watched it? Okay. No, no, I haven't watched it. But you you're a fan of it though. You like how they're going with it. I do, I do, because they are like they are basically keeping the same premise that you know in the original uh, Sam. Uh, Beckett jump from you know individual to individual you know writing writing the wrongs you know for a few, for a better future in that nice way of saying that right and this right. particular individual Ben he he basically Ben's son he does exactly the same thing but the great thing how they started it off is that he purposely walked in knowing that the previous jumper Sam was technically trapped so. In a nice way of saying, the program had stopped for. They're trying to keep it as real time as possible from the time the show came back in uh, end oh. of eighty till around now. So they basically say that the whole program was shut down for like thirty years. And something initiated to start it back up again. They started mm-hmm. back up again, and then you find out that all of a sudden, the lead jumper Ben purposely jumped in, and they knew. We go in, we're trying to figure out how to get someone in to come out, you know, like the original intent. So he jumped in. And of course, as per the theory, not the theory, as per as per the lore of Quantum yes. Leap, on the first time, you know, your they call your head, your brain, you know, is Swiss cheese. So your memory's all over the place. You don't remember anything along that line. So it was now turning into why did he jump in purposely knowing we're not completely 100%, you know, having good success in doing this. We're trying to build back, see if we can find what happened with Sam, believing that he's lost. But I'll say, well, you know, the theory is still good. Let's see if we can fine tune the machine, the whole process, the whole project from 30 years ago. Let's see if we can fine tune it. We're not there yet, but this person purposely jumped in. So you find out in the beginning, the first season is really all, all about finding out that he had indirectly left breadcrumbs giving clues on why he did that and at the end you find out why he actually purposely went in to do that so it was a nice step away lore than what it originally was and then we're still doing the same thing every time he jumps he's basically trying to save someone's life and you know save right the wrong and all that kind of stuff which is perfect so it's nice to me it was a nice nostalgia bringing back that bringing back that feeling that you initially got when you watched the show when I watched the show initially back in the 80s and early days, it was like, wow, this was fun. You don't know what you're going to get because they, at that time, and even currently, what they try to do is make it as real as possible. So any real events, they try to coincide as close as possible. So you can say, hey, you know, when, as an example, that this is right. a season two, um, when they had the LA riots, they had a story basically in that in in that environment, giving a story of what a person had to do to survive and why and and so forth, and it was basically real life. Like those who know, remember the, the LA riots back in. Hey, yeah, for sure, for sure. Just, they basically made it, as, and it was it was wonderful. Um, so yeah, that that's that's one of the one of the things about it. So then you're wow. going to, and that's another fire in the hole, and I'm like, oh. Did that just happen? Yeah. Wow. So it was it was nicely done. In in my uh, aspect, I liked it. So if you if anybody was an original fan of the Quantum Leap back in the days and liked yes. the show, 
I will say, give it a chance. You will not be disappointed. I feel mm-hmm. that you will you will start seeing seeing the similarities of what it was before. And you may start thinking, oh, they're just repeating, rinse and repeat. Yes. But then they get a little deeper into the lore of it because I'll say this as one end. We're always so accustomed to what happened to the Leaper. In this particular yeah. version, they right. basically worked. They show us now both perspective, both point of view. What happens to him while he's jumping? Then what happening to the people, the team outside? All the ups and downs they're trying to do. Because in reality, if you think about it, it was very rare that you actually see uh, Ziggy and all those in in the outside world until the very very last episode. Yeah, exactly. Right. So all you ever had was your had Al the hologram, you know, who was mm. his, you know, his is you know his contact, his connection to the you know the future in that sense. You still have that here, but now you start to see what happens on that side. Like he comes out where Al goes. Al now getting information, like he says, I'm getting information. Now you see them actually getting information getting as much as possible and basically saying, hey, this is what you got to do. Da, 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 da. And it's a lot of moving around. I, I will say that it was it was a very good series. And definitely, if you have the opportunity, check it out. I don't think you'd be disappointed. I don't think okay. so. Okay. Well, okay. So, you know, I'm going to put that on my list. That's to be on my list of things I got to watch. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely overall. So uh, I'll turn around this. Also, one of my shows I started liking, I watched, and this is like maybe off base, a different thing, right? It's called uh, The Legend of Vox Machina. So it's on Amazon. It ran for two seasons so far. It's pretty recent. It's a uh, anime cartoon. Yes. 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 Like a Dungeon and Dragon kind of thing. Yes. Oh, I love my Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Yes, I've watched a lot. So one of my favorite things to watch is Record of the Lotus War. So if you watch that anime, if you're a huge Dungeons and Dragon fan and you haven't watched Record of the Lotus War yet, watch it. It stays true to the test of time. It has the archetypes. It has the character classes. Just like okay. a Dungeons and Dragons, they made it as a big theatrical release. And then there's a continuation of it. So you get the initial run of the, you know Record of the Lotus Lotus War. Mm. There, the art, you know, at the time, it, it's beautiful. You can find that you know, through Amazon to buy it on uh, DVD, Blu-ray. I think it's a worthy purchase. You know, then you get the continuation of it, which I thought was a little bit less with the writing and some of the art kind of went down a little bit. But the original, I think it's like uh, 24 episodes. They're like just under 30 minutes, 20, 20 something minutes each. So mm-hmm. it's an easy, quick watch. And you have your dark elves, as they call them, but we know them as drow. You got your regular elves and the elves, how we see them are more like from the basic set where they're just a, a mishmash of, uh, if you play Dungeons and Dragons basic, you don't, when you play an elf, you don't play a character class. You just play the race and elves are have magic. They have, uh, part fighter capabilities. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so it's a mishmash of a magic user and all that, but that's just their natural whole thing. So the legend of Vox Mechana, really good with the lore, great with the action subplots yeah. in there, what they yes. have to do. Hard luck heroes, all different ways. You know, they all pray to their gods. You got a cleric in there. You got a org barbarian. He's got a uh, org barbarian. He's got to kind of deal with his tribe. Mm-hmm. So it does give some good backstory, right? The, the two leaders are brother and sister. Definitely, it's... yeah. I will nope. definitely turn around and and watch that anytime. You know, 100%. I know on IMDb they gave it like eight point four out of ten, and it said it's on Amazon right now. So for a lot of people that have the streaming service. 
check it out. You, you want check something to watch over the holidays. That's a little bit break from all the Christmas movies. You know, we're, we're in a boxing day. We're, we're past all that. That is high on my list. Mm-hmm. The only thing that nudges it out is a record of the Lotus War. Then get into the legend of Vox McKenna. You're going to say, okay, Barry, we got it. And that opens you up. You'll see magic used as magic. You know, uh, there's the bard. Uh, you know, Skillion, I think his name is. So, okay. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. He's wild. He's wild. Wild out. Wild Wild out. It's, it's the, it's the odd couple. And like, think, think of is basically like Barry said, you got different tribes, different type, but it's just basically different personalities all converging with one to, you know, for a common goal. And you can see how each is nearly irritated by the other, but they're realizing by the end of it all, they become a family at the end. But in the beginning, you can see like, why 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 have I not killed this guy? He he's annoying me. I can't do we really need to keep him? Do we really could we work without him? Type of scenario and you realize at the end everybody's have their part to play. But it is so hilarious just to see how edgy it is. How mm-hmm. it is a very it's a very adult type show. So we'll just, yes, just, yes it is. Just, yes it just, is. Just, let's let's put that out there just to let you know. Just get like hey, come on, kids. Yeah. You know what? It's the holidays. Mm, we lost. Mm. You know, we still got a couple of days before the end of the year. You know, Mm-mm, it's Saturday. Mm. Let's watch some shows. Uh, That's right. No, this is why I'm giving no. you the two for Legend. No, sorry, Record of the Lotus War. You can watch with your kids. No problem. Right? The 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 Legend of Vox Mechana. Do not bring your kids. No, not. That's for you to kids. enjoy when they're in bed or they're playing with their toys or their new video games and they lose track of time and you can just go and have your time. This is this is when you go and get into that. You will not be disappointed. I was to show you how good it was. Like my wife turned around and usually when I'm watching all my geek stuff and all that, she'll just like, mm-hmm, yeah. And she's on her phone, right? And she's doing her thing. Um, he stopped. She put the phone down and actually watched this series with me. And I'm like, oh snap. If it got her attention, right? Well done. Well done. You know, and I said, I just like having these discussions because we don't really talk about these things on our show. You know, overall as a half. So we're having a round table discussion because of the holidays. Um, and, and then here's another thought that popped to me, right? Bear with me. Go on. I know there's not much we talk about in some of the main heroes, right? And that's by design. Mm-hmm. It's a holiday episode. But then again, still gonna keep true to myself and this show. So here's here's a theory for you, Rod. Okay. I see all the you know, we got Superman legacy that's coming coming out. James Gunn, he's pushing that. In the future, mm-hmm. right? Another Superman. It's not going to be a reboot. He says it's going to be a different telling. They've got you know okay. Henry Cavill. I think got shafted. Whatever you know, Warner Brothers, get your stuff together. Here, here's a take that I think would be interesting and smart, in my opinion. And you guys, will let me know if you agree or not. How to do a Superman that would tie a lot of stuff together, make people go, "That's it. We've got it." Here's my take. Mm-hmm. Call it, call it Superman Kingdom Come. Not, not even Legacy. Superman Kingdom Come. And if we go back to okay. the books that Alex Ross did, Kingdom Come, where right. it's in the future, a possible future, where the heroes are older, they got to fight other. But call it Superman Kingdom Come. In Superman Kingdom Come, you bring in the two main actors. That's all you need. You need Tim Daly, right, and Dana okay. Delaney. Now, if you're wondering who, if you look up. Tim Daly was on Wings. He was on that comedy TV show Wings. Oh, okay. Dana Delaney, we've mentioned her before. She was on China Beach. Okay, cool. But they were also the voice actors for Superman slash Clark Kent 
and Lois Lane in the, 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 the Superman Adventures, just like the Batman Adventures cartoon, the Superman Adventures, and right. also in Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Now, these two, you know, actor, actress are a little bit older already. But if you see Tim Delaney, he's still in good shape. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about doing it as a cartoon. I'm talking about doing it as live action. Oh. That's right. My logic is you take the two voice actors who played this role, mm-hmm. right? Put aside. And now, now, when I say put aside, they, they did the roles as voice actors. Let's put Tim in a Superman costume. Let's make Dana Delaney, Lois Lane. People will mm-hmm. automatically recognize the voice. That's the tie in. Keep everything that happened in the animated series as canon and reference it, but okay. put them in their own version of Kingdom Come. Instead of finding an older actor to play Clark and someone else and, you know, let Tim Delaney be an older Superman. Let Lois Lane be, you know, let Dana Delaney be an older Lois Lane live mm-hmm. action in a kind of Kingdom Come setting. Then you could get into the exploration of Okay, well, we had a kid. We're kids. This way you can make them older. Okay. You can deal with that. And it's almost like how Marvel ends and Marvel does or Marvel's ends universe. I would say do that as a kingdom to wrap it up. Cartoon is canon. Justice League is canon. Justice League Unlimited is canon. Easter eggs and references to it. Put those Mm -hmm. two live action. That's the, the live action movie I would go and see. By DC Warner Brothers, if they do that right, because think of it. First of all, marketing, marketing. J- just think of that. Everyone's gonna turn around and say, "Wait a minute, you let the voice actors to play themselves? You don't have to re-age anybody. You don't have to mm-hmm. get anyone. To- no. No. Just put the budget, and then you can put cameos of heroes that are aged. Bring in an aged Wonder Woman." Oh, what? yeah. what's that? Bring back Linda Carter as Wonder Woman? That can work. Okay. That can work okay. nice. That can okay. work nice. Right, right. Then, well, then we bring in, once again, we bring in Michael Keaton as Batman. I was about to say, that, I, I see the setup. I see, I see, I see the alley-oop. Well, you know what? We're just going to... Michael, we just need to don the suit again. One more time. One Let's more go. time. Proper storyline, right? And then, then you bring back... Uh, uh, Wesley uh, Sipper, Wesley, the one who played the Flash, the original Flash. I was about to, I was about to say, yeah, okay, okay, perfect, perfect. Or, okay, okay, you want to even go so far? All right, let's try this one. Give me Grant Gerst, right, who played Flash in the CW one. Yeah, put him in as Wally. Yeah. This show is about fan casting sometimes, so sometimes we got to throw the yeah. idea. So we got to see, you know, it's just, and this is just a random thought. What, what, right. Do you think of this concept? I know I'm just putting it out there on you. No, it's, it's a, it's a nice concept because listen, we still, listen, these voice actors and these live actors are still our current heroes. We grew up with these actors playing and representing these, these IPs. So why not have something like you said? We'll just, you know, Rewrite up, you know, slightly adjust a kingdom come type of, you know, script, and and why not have them? Because they're still here, they're still, still here. here. Why not? Still raring to go. And Dana Delaney. Okay. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Fine wine. She's, Fine wine. She's she's locked that. Oh, and you know what? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, so you have not, no, because you're just now you're bringing back some old characters and old people playing characters. So you know, we bring Michael Keaton in. Now this mm-hmm. is where this is where it'll be up to the fans. Who would they want? It's having Jack or having Mark. I think it might be Mark, but we get Mark to come in as a cameo of some sort as a Joker. Mark, ha- Mark Hamill. Can you put I'm just your Mark Hamill on screen playing the Joker? Hundred percent. With Michael Keaton, or 100%. or if he doesn't want to do the Joker no more, I, I know you're going trickster. Trickster. Yep. I, I'm about trickster? to say that. That's a, that's another that's another route. So we can have Jack as 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 Joker and has Mark coming in as a trickster because he has done it. He done did. Both. He, he done them both, but but I mean he's done it. He's done it where he has come back as a trickster in yeah. recent years, within the past what maybe five seven years on the on CW the Flash. Recent, yeah, WV Flash. He came back as a trickster, so that won't be too much of a far you know reach for him to say, Mister Hamill, we need you to don the, the outfit again. Which one? Surprise us. Exactly. I know as fans we would love to see him do the Joker on right. screen. I know he says he's never going to play the Joker because uh, of the passing Ken, of Kevin uh, Conroy. He's going to take that role anymore. And that's where I was saying, if anything, we can at least have a conversation of having as a trickster. Yeah, and I respect his decision, right? I respect 100%. his decision. So if that's what he wants to do, and because that was his foil, he's not going to replace him. All right, then come back, come back as the trickster. The trickster, and you know, even as the trickster, he can still do like a voiceover as the Joker just to mess with Batman because. He's the trickster. He can turn around and change his voice to sound like Batman. And Batman, Michael Keaton can say, wait a minute, I thought he died. And it's like, hold you as an Easter egg. Yeah. Oh, Warner Brothers, hire us. Let's go. Let's Let's go. Jeez. I'm telling you, man, that one would be absolute fire. That's that's where I think that one would come in. So that's just my two Mm -hmm. cents. Something that was just rattling around the dome. Um. You know, uh, to to bring to light and talk about. Now we we've also kind of fan casted a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. Is there is there any episodes that stand out or characters that stand out for you that we've done so far that you're like, oh man, that was a cool one. I would love to see this really go further. Like to give you an example, we did like I think year one, Grandizer. Grandizer will always stand up there for me. The reason Grandizer's come back up on the map for me is because now there's a video game of Grandizer. And I'm like, I, and I'm all into this game right now. So mm-hmm. I know I might be late to the party, brother on a budget, but this is where it is, right? So it's bringing that back. So we did it with me, you, and Roland that did that episode. Right. And I'm still waiting. I know there's talk of a Grandizer movie uh, coming out. I'm, I'm not sure if it, it was like, not George Lucas. I'm not sure if it was like Spielberg's, but there's talk of a Grandizer property coming out, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. All for it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So I know clearly we know Grandizer. Yes, Micronauts. We all know that. I, I scream it every single time. Uh, you know, Diver. Uh, scream it every single time. I, I, I know the shock is we haven't done Gatcha Man yet. Battle of the Planets. It's Due time. coming in the new year. Due time. Due time. Oh, it's coming in the new year. It, it, it's how worry. we get to some of these things. Don't you oh. worry. It's oh, there. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so those are some of the things that just kind of pop off my dome that I like. And of course, one of my favorites is Star Jammers. Star Jammers, once again, Marvel, 
Marvel. Yeah. You, you did the Marvels. You brought in binary. You brought in a version of binary in the Marvels movie. We know binary at one point teams up with the star jammers. I want a strictly star jammers. Joe movie movie like hide it. Hide it. It's like we teased us enough with the X-Men coming over into the Marvel MCU. Come on now. Get just give, give me a star jammers. Give me a star jammers. Yeah, a star jammers. He said, give him a star yeah. jammer. Yeah. I'm That's... going deep on this one, man. This, um, his brain's overwhelmed. It, it it is, and I'm just trying to think. Like, what could we say? Like, listen, we've done we've done stuff with with uh, Black Vulcan. Uh, we've done Firestorm was a nice one as well. Yes. What yes. was what was what was a good one? I'm trying I'm trying to think. But definitely, what what made a good impact? You know what? I won't lie, Mighty Orbach. Mighty Orbox was still one of mine. Wow. Yes. Mighty, Mighty Orbox was was one that if you're talking about, you know, bringing something to life, I said I said it then and I'm I'm sure I said it then and I'll say it again. That's something that could definitely come about now. Right. That could right. come back to the scenes and basically, you know, people can agree to it and, and like it. I, I don't see that one holding back at all. So yeah. Mighty Orbox is one as well. Oh my Absolutely. goodness. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Mighty Orbot. Um, you know, we, we we're over. We we've we've hit like 130. This is 132 episodes currently right now. Uh, my mouth mm. is right. We've done a lot. So I'm with you on Mighty Orbots. Um, I'm still looking forward to the King of the Hill reboot, but I don't know. A lot of the the voice actors have passed away. Like the voice actor that played Dale, he just passed away. Well, not just uh, you know a few months ago. So that was the and he's okay. one of my favorite characters on Dale. Um, so the actor that played Dale, he's passed away. You know, mm-hmm. Brittany Murphy, who played Luann, has passed away. The one who played Luann's husband, uh, Lucky, that voice actor has passed away. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like, okay, uh, who, who do we still got left? Um, how is that going to come out or affect the, the retelling of King of the Hill without the members being around anymore? I don't know if they're going to write Dale's character passing away oh. in the show. Mm-hmm. And just kind of give him an homage and say, okay, he's gone. And because his character did smoke a lot, he had a, uh, he was hooked on smoking. So they might tie that in and just say, give Dale his flowers and let that character go. Right. You know, which, which, and then who would be taking over that spot? Are they bringing a new character to kind of establish that going forward? Mm-hmm. Um, so th- those are some of my favorite episodes. Um, and then, of course, there's other ones I like that stand out. You know, anytime we get a certain guest on the show, all our guests. I love when we have all our guests on the show, but the ones that are going to stand out for me personally is when we had Derwin on the show. We had Derwin talking about Jason X. We had yep. Derwin talking about um, Nightman. And, mm-hmm. you know, I want to bring Derwin back to talk about Newton X. He was in, was it season two, episode 13? And you can find it on Amazon Prime. Derwin's in Mutant X playing a villain that has, like, you know, extra sensitive hearing, like Daredevil. What? Come on, man. This is awesome. And then, of course, uh, when we talk to Gail Simone, when we talk to uh, Kale Minodrovsky, and mm-hmm. uh, definitely Chris from Comic Tropes. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Wow. Wow. That's that's where it, it, those things stand for me. Um, and then I'll throw this one in. Uh, Nine Wolf. Nine Wolf is something that I would still 
love to see Marvel do. I think Marvel should do some maybe like one shots, like how they did Werewolf by Night. They did it as a one shot, forty minutes. I really think they should really make a series called Marvel Premiere. You know, once every quarter, right? So that'd be like, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, there's four quarters. So once every four months, if possible, maybe once every three months, mm-hmm. drop a forty minute episode on a character that has not made its MCU debut premiere mm-hmm. uh, premiere and just give them a one shot just just a one shot but do it right it has to be written really well and have a lot of the lore involved into it and i think that would stand out more than maybe always doing series i know marvel right now is saying maybe we're doing too many series and it might be kind of everyone's thinking oh maybe it's kind of locked like dipping down right now mm-hmm. i think that they should kind of go with that and just give us some one shots uh build up the anticipation for that and but do it right. Do it right. You know, don't water right. it down. Really go all into it. That's that's my two cents. Listen, that makes sense because I mean it'll be a good way of just testing the waters and just seeing that a if can this work? Can this character actually make it? People are going to gravitate to it because a lot. Again, the thing that we love about our show is that we like to bring characters who don't get the get to the forefront. So. Warren Brothers should be doing the exact same thing. Let's get some characters you don't see or hear that often. Give them a one yep. shot, and that's more of that's doing recon. That's that's basically is doing recon just to make sure. Hey, will this work? And if anybody is interested, you start to see you know the clicks on you know the views, and, and you realize like, hmm, maybe we have something here, and you can proceed from there. Less cost for you trying to do a full series. You just do like Barry said, do a, a 40, 50 minute one shot. Invest that money in there, and you'll see how it comes out at the end, and you're good from there. Absolutely. I, I think yeah. another thing they should do is Marvel Originals. And the only reason I'm mentioning something like that is because I find that Marvel, with their writing, with the MCU, and what we read in comic books, it starts off at the same focal point, as I said before. It's like an upside-down triangle. And then it goes mm. further and further away from the source material. So you get like different versions of the character. Case in point, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I enjoy watching the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Yes. Was I disappointed that it was not my Guardians of the Galaxy, the original Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. You know, I wanted Starhawk. I wanted Vance Astro. I wanted uh, the original Yondu. Uh, right. I, you know, I wanted Charlie 27. I, I wanted the original. They make Easter egg cameos in the new Guardians, but I want the classic Guardians. And I think that could have been maybe its own cartoon series because everyone always wants to know. Two things. Right. How it starts, how it ends. We know there's no definite ending, but this is why these books like Kingdom Come, right? Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Marvel X, uh, the, the one where, you know, Alex Ross did the covers and it was all the, the, the end goal of the Marvel universe, you know? So you see, like, you know, uh, and I think it was, it was a, not Marvel Ends, but it was like a, Alex Ross did the covers, but it was a lot more to it. It was like two years. They talk about, and you see what happens with Machine Man, who's now gone by Aaron Stark, who's gone by X-51. He becomes the new Watcher, because the original Watcher is now kind of retiring, and he's living on the moon. Mm-hmm. Now, the Inhumans, where Black Bolt now has a full face mask. You don't even see his face, because it said his face got damaged in a particular fight, so his face is fully covered, but his power level has gone even up further than that. He's So this is where I want to see uh, Universe X or, or you know, or, or Earth X. That's it. Earth X. Mar- so it's Earth X by Marvel Comics. Great read. 
But, uh, you know, this is when you get like Marvel ends, you know, Wonder Woman ends with DC and, and Justice League ends and, and Days of Future Past. We, we know what their characters are doing present day. We know where they came from. We want to see how they end up. You know, case in point, going back to Guardians of the Galaxy, the original one, the OG one, Wonder, Wonder Man shows up in it. But he doesn't go by Wonder Man anymore. He, he He's fighting a rebellion on Earth. He goes by Hollywood. He's older, white beard. Everyone's like, okay, he makes references to the original Avengers. Everyone's like, all right, what's going on with this guy? And then they knock off the glasses. They see his eyes. They're like, wait a minute. Aren't, aren't you? He goes, yeah. Uh, who are you again? Uh, yeah, you used to know me as Wonder Man. You're alive? Like, yeah, okay. So yep. this is where I want to see an OG Guardians of the Galaxy through to the comic book I think it was Jim Valentino that was doing the art I can't remember who the writer was but that was when I really caught connected with that series and they did in the series a lot of easter eggs they they connected a lot with a whole you know you see the silver surfer show up and it's like mm-hmm. what happened to Galactus well you know he's he's not around no more but now I'm this new you know he's got the the um the bands that Quasar has and it's the silver surfer his powers have just augmented even that much more. Right. You know, you got this, was it the spirit of vengeance, not even ghost rider, which is a future ghost rider. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things with time traveling back and forth and how they made that. And I, that's the universe I thought was unfortunately jumped over big time with so much history. And it was fun reading that comic book because you saw what happened to the mutants. They all left earth. They had this villain now come up called Rancor, who's like the great, great, great granddaughter of Wolverine, who's ruling all the mutants. And they said Wolverine is still out there alive and she's hunting down Wolverine, you know, because she wants to make sure they have the right of killing him off. And then, oh, you see Dr. Doom show up. And when they fight Dr. Doom, they blast away his face mask, part of his armor. And you see Dr. Doom saying, well, my body died a long time ago, but I put my mind in the body of Wolverine, his body's gone, but I have his adamantium skeleton. I'm I'm pretty much indestructible in Doctor Doom's armor. What? Like, how did Wolverine die off? Well, he walked off, and Doom. That means Doom and Wolverine had like the battle, and right. Doom was victorious. Okay, th- th- these are things that we should be talking about i think a little bit more and this is why i love doing these things on our show because mm-hmm. a lot of people that are walking into the mcu right now don't realize is okay oh yeah i'm going to the comic book store i want to get some guardians of the galaxy and the comic book store owner is going to hold up you know the original with their team i'm talking about and he's like well we're star lord man who star lord star lord himself had a different look and character star lord wasn't a light-hearted guy star lord the original one was a bit of a dick all action. He even mm. said that people are jealous of me because I'm so good. Like he was conceited. He was a little bit arrogant, aloof, full of himself. Star Lord. And then, you know, the Star Lord we get is more, hey man, Star Lord. Back if you read the book and you used that Star Lord, he would have been like, hey, I'm Star Lord. I don't care who you are. This is what we're doing. I don't need you. Watch me do this solo because I'm that damn good. And Star Lord would go and just do his thing. Right. Uh huh. I want more of the OG stuff. So there's, there's, there's what grinds my gears. Let's, let's, let's bring it back. And I think this is why Marvel, the MCU, 
it's kind of gone off kilter with some of the impact is because they stepped away from what fans know as their true characters, storylines, so forth. So the casual fans like, oh, this is cool. Us fans right. were like, huh? Bring it back now. Reel it back. Come on, Kevin Fergie. Reel it back. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I'm good. It's, just, it's out of my system. Thank you for listening. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Good looking out. <laughs> Yo, I, I listen. That's that's a good. That's that's actually nice. That if you can bring that particular IP to life and bring that story, that'd be that'd be very interesting. Because you're right. We all know. No, you know the thing is, I don't think anybody wants to jump ahead to see the possible ends, right? But it's the is the real is reality that right now we're talking about multi universes and stuff along that line. So now it's a perfect time, maybe not perfect, but this is a good time to start introducing these type of scenarios. And again, you know, you just basically, or sorry, from your end, you know, time dated in the near future. Oh, so this is not happening now. Okay, let me see what you're going. And now this is the possible future. So, again, that's all these are right now. All these stories, all these IPs are giving you possible futures. So let's find out what could happen. What could have happened if, uh, you know, Wolverine, like you said, Wolverine dies out and Doom takes over? Wolverine's daughter is now the leader of all the mutants? Uh, yeah, let's have that combo. Let's go. Yeah. They bring it. Well, they make sure that in the future, Maestro too, because there's still other ones where you went Maestro and everything along that oh, line. Oh gosh, yes. So, so again, we we're there's enough stories that where there are possible futures. I think it, it'll be a great to to do that. And again, like they did with Logan, in that sense, Logan is Logan is maybe the most current possible future that they've had because mm-hmm. now we're talking with you know Hugh and Patrick in later years. And you can see, you know, how how's you know how life is affecting them. So we did it with that. Logan was a was a great success. People enjoy that mu- that movie. Why can't we do it again? Let's do it with some other characters. Yeah. Like you said, Maestro, if the Hulk has a lot of stuff left to do. We haven't got World War Hulk yet. We haven't got um so we haven't got World War Hulk, like you know, traditionally World War Hulk. That's mm-hmm. one I love to see. We have not gone where he merges all three and he joins and that group there, the Pantheon, and he takes over as leader. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of stories that we're missing there. Grey Hulk as Mr. Fix-It. Come on. That, that's, that's a whole that's a, that's a whole run right there, man. We, we haven't got any of these storylines, and these are just from the heavy hitters, right? We've never got Superior Spider-Man. I know that was one of your favorites when you're yeah. reading it. You're telling me all the time, it's like when Dr. Octopus puts his mind in Peter Parker's body, and takes over, and Peter uh, Parker's there hilarious. in the background. It's like, I can actually do that? My powers can do that? It's like, someone else took over the driver's seat and showed you how good you could be. But yeah. Peter never kind of takes himself overly serious. He's good. He's great. He can yes. be that much further. Yeah. Yeah. Man, no. So these are some of the, the, the things I think that would really bring more of an impact back to movies. The, the mm-hmm. excitement. And, you know, the movies are great when you see them and he's fleshed out, but at some times they just get a little bit um, generic, and, yeah. you know, and it's not a knock on them. I'm, I still enjoy going to see them. Like the last one I watched was Blue Beetle. So I watched the Blue Beetle movie, right? Mm-hmm. I saw how it came about. I said, okay, see what they're doing. I know 
as a fan, there's two prior Blue Beetles than the one you're mentioning right now. They always tease us in Smallville. They teased us mm-hmm. in the Flash Arrow universe. Mm-hmm. Always about Ted Cord, Cord Industries. Yeah. We've all seen Cord Industries, but we've never yeah. seen Ted Cord. In the Blue Beetle movie, it's the third Blue Beetle with the Scarab. He gets it. He got the powers as a lock. Okay, I've got the power. But what I liked is they mentioned the first two. They mentioned Dan Garrett, and you see yep. his costume right there. And they mm-hmm. mentioned Ted Cord. Uh, they brought mm-hmm. in the Beetle Mobile. You know, the flying his flying bug that was yep. there. So it showed you that he went more a tech route because he couldn't get this the Scarab to unlock for him. They right. said he had a sense of humor when he went into it. People knew of him. We still don't see it, but we this is the first time we've seen costume, lair, and if you stayed for after the credits, you heard Ted Cord's voice because he was trapped somewhere. Where has he been right. trapped? So you, you you established that he has a daughter. Don't know who the mom is. Mm-hmm. Was she another hero? And that deals with that whole Charlton universe before Mar- before DC acquired them, right? So that's mm-hmm. Blue Beetle, that's um, Peacemaker, Question. Uh, to name a few, uh, Judo Master, yep. um, Captain Adam, and and they gave Captain Adam a different look when he hit DC. They made him all silver, red gloves, red boots from his previous look, and he's encased in it, almost like a silver surfer look. So there's another character that we haven't we haven't touched on. They haven't yeah. touched on is Captain Adam. That whole Charlton universe is just waiting for something to come out and say, "Hey, here we are," you know. The the Archies at one point acquired the rights for the Crusaders, another superhero mm-hmm. team, Archie Comics, and it was being done seriously with the Shield, Jaguar, the Web, and they the comics were done well for the mm-hmm. when they had them there and putting it together. So there's so much that we're missing, and they're only focusing on big picture all the time. So to me, if you're gonna do X Men, you got to give me the proper Hellfire Club, give me proper. Teams. That's including the Shear. Bring that in. I want, you know, let's let's get back. We're getting a little bit too off the beaten path of what we want to see. Right. You know, right. you use the they, they use the names that we're familiar with, like when they did the X-Men last one, Days of Future Past. Wicked. Mm, not exactly. It's still good, but not right. how I wanted but to play out. So 100 percent 100 percent I I will I will agree that there are a lot of the characters that there we are getting right now, we're getting some stories. That's great, mm-hmm. but there's there's so much that we can we can dive into. So I I think we're talking if we talk about the big boys, you know, the DC, Batman, the Wonder Woman, Superman. You already yeah. talked about. We talked about they're bringing legacy. You're talking about Kingdom Come. Um, in the Batman lore. Yes, when it was Batman versus Superman, they had they had a little touch of a death in the family, a little bit, but it was to me there was too many. That one they kind of picked a whole bunch of different ones and yeah. just put them together. Too much, so yeah, they exactly. overdid it with that one. Um, yeah. Again, that's that's that side. If we go to the Marvel side again, Captain America. There's you know there's stories there. They they've done stories at least with Winter Soldier, his origin, uh, being part of Shield. They're like you know what, I could probably be okay with that. But if we're going to introduce, like he's now talking about mutants, bringing the X-Men, you're absolutely correct. The Hell Club, that is that is an arc. I'm not saying needs to be needs to be addressed, 
But please, if you guys are not going to do that in the beginning, please have a good portion of the movie. Not in a whisper, like, hey, hell, are you driving down, down, driving down the street, you know, pursuing another person? Oh, Hell Club is right over there. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't want to drive by. I don't want to drive by. I want someone to ask you to open the door, walk in and say, like, what is, what's, what's going on here? And then we'll, yeah. we'll basically go into the storyline and saying, um, isn't that Gene? Gene's been missing yes. for so long, whatever the case would be. But we're going to tie that in and get into the Phoenix story. To me, would be a beautiful callback, a deep cut, something that you're doing for your fans. And you're going to get a lot of exposure to me off of that. From that storyline, you can literally branch off anywhere. Yeah. That's a comic book. And it'll make sense. And it'll make sense. Yeah. Because the whole, it's so big, they had to put it in two parts. First part, Phoenix Saga. Second part, Mm -hmm. the Dark Phoenix Saga. So the Phoenix Saga showed you how she got the powers. All right. Crashing, you know, this they started off in outer space, crash land in the Hudson River, came out. Um, then she had to go to Mirror Island. They brought in Prometheus. They and that whole storyline, Savage Land mm-hmm. is involved. The the ev- the the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, the Hellfire Club, all these are rolling aspects. So we get to see Kazar, you know, and Sheena of the jungle, like uh, you know, in, in the Savage Line. And all yeah. of this is covered. Beast was on the Avengers. He makes a crossover. He's the tie-in. All of this comes down to a big throwdown in Central Park. Then they bring in Juggernaut, Black Tom, the Chiar, plus it's a Dark Phoenix saga. It takes them to outer space where they fight the Imperial Guard. This is when you're really seeing uh, Gladiator, the leader of the yeah. Imperial Guard. Weird kid. Like this. Okay. There's so much, and then they're fighting, and then that's when Wolverine discovers the Watcher because he goes into a citadel by accident. They're fighting in the blue area of the moon, which is the only spot on the moon that has an atmosphere. Don't know mm-hmm. why that atmosphere is there during this fight. During that fight, it, it flashes back, and you run into um, one of the Kree and one of the Skrulls who are fighting because they were there prior for the wedding of Quicksilver and Crystal in the Inhumans one-shot special. Right, and they sent a representative, the Fantastic Four is there, and then one of the Kree starts kind of mouthing off to one of the Skrulls, and the two of them start fighting back and forth, and they get into their own fight, which is a subplot, and they fall into the, the tunnels. Now, everyone thinks, oh, they're dead, and then you run across them in that. Like, months later, they're still fighting each other, Gorilla Wars their fire style, trying to take each other out, right? Because they're dealing with their own racism between these two races. And right. they run across the X-Men Imperial Guard, and everyone's like, you guys have been on this moon for how long, and you're still fighting? Yeah. You even don't have a way off, so we know all these things are there. And of course, you bring in the Shi'ar Empire, which is the, the dominating species in outer space. Yeah. yeah. Which brings in the Star Jammers. Wow. Okay. So saying, there, there's a there's a lot of branches, a lot of pathway they can start off with that. So I'm just saying, Disney Marvel, this is this is a good foray. We've we've seen the origins. We've seen the origins. Fine. No problem. Mm-hmm. 
So if you're going to start back, you're going to introduce it. I get, I understand they're going to probably they're going to have to do an origin story of their own. Okay, that's going to be accepted. Fine. I hope that it won't be such a long phase. Yeah. Because the way that I got to look at it, you know, how they're doing everything in different phases and everything like that. Mm. Do maybe like one movie, the first movie, introduction to everybody, flashbacks, you know, how they come together, whatever. And you can either put them right into the their first mission and or merge both because the first mission is what got them in trouble. They got in trouble and then he had to come back with team two. All right. Get team one, please. Thank you very much. Greatly appreciate it. Um, exactly. Even, so even bringing the original X-Men, the original five, right? Like how we right. know them as. So. Right. So you can bring that in and then you're bringing in the second team and everything along that line. But we, you do that, go straight to the Phoenix. Let's let's get that going, because from there, then you can branch off to any other place. But if you've done one of the major arcs that everybody knows and loves from back in the days, I say that's the way you're going to pull in the old the old generation who during that that they were there during that time. The, old, the new generation will be intrigued by seeing. Oh, I've never seen this rendition. I've never seen this point of view of Phoenix and how she how she interacts with others and how what her power status is. Let's go with that. I mean, they they did their version, but it could be done better. That's all. Exactly. So we'll we'll, we'll get to wrapping this up. So here's here's a couple of things I would say. Hmm. So one, there you know, uh, I know for myself personally, there's a couple of things I'm looking forward to. So one we didn't talk about, but it's called Citadel that's on Amazon. It's a kind of a spy thriller, you know, well done. But season two is going to be way off for a while, but it was so good. It had, uh, yeah, Joe Jonas's wife in it. I think it's Joe Jonas's wife, uh, Deepra Chokra. She's like, in the main part. And it's playing with some spies being mind wiped. It was so much yes. fun. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, that's one definitely I'm looking Citadel. forward to, to yeah. watching. As in cinema releases, um, I, you know, I, I don't know what I'm looking at. I mean, Superman Legacy, of course, I'm looking forward to seeing. I want to see where Warner Brothers is going to take the DC uh, universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Marvel, their universe, the only thing they're coming out with for 2024 really is um, De- uh, sorry, Deadpool with Wolverine in it. And everyone's speculating that the X-Men are supposed to make an appearance. People are speculating that Taylor Swift might play Dazzler. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but I, I don't know if, if there's any thing that's got me excited where I'm jumping up and down, you know, uh, that I want to see at this point, you know, um, like going forward. I mean, maybe it's just because my mind is everywhere. So that, that's what it is. So what I'm hoping for is this one Marvel kind of tightens things up. DC, you need to come with an approach, stick with it, give us the characters. We've talked about a lot. We will talk about a lot more. Rod, what mm-hmm. about yourself? Is there anything that you're looking forward maybe in 2024 from either these studios or maybe a surprise from, you know, Image Comics or uh, Boom Studios who do Power Rangers, right? So, yeah. Well, for me, I, I'm looking I'm looking forward to I'm looking for Deadpool. I'm definitely looking forward to Deadpool. Right. Uh, I know they're, they're, they're looking to do um, Gladiators. I'm like, okay, Gladiators 2. I would definitely like to keep an eye out for that. But 
you're right. There's nothing that's out there that's making me like say I need to I need to keep an eye out. Now I know with the writer's strike and everything is now back on yes. the way. I to me is that's I'm taking that as being the reasoning why we're not hearing so much because everybody was focused, of course, with that. Now that everything's been taken care of, now mm. they're gonna get into writing and getting, you know, giving the ideas and everything along the line. So that's why I feel why we haven't seen so much is because you know, nothing was really, you know, everything was put on pause. Absolutely. So we're Absolutely. on pausing stuff now. So now is just to wait and see what else is coming down the pipeline. And I, I hope that in the coming months, in the first quarter of the of the year, we're gonna start seeing some stuff, you know, seeing some some you know sneak previews of what's coming out for the summer. So definitely we will have we'll have a we'll, you know, we'll have another conversation about this again, everyone. And, oh, for sure. Absolutely and, for sure. And that... just continue from here on that easily. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. 100%. So here we go. On that note, everyone, my name is Barry3D. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in and rocking with the Iconist podcast. Remember, like, subscribe, share. If you've got any kind of pictures you want to send us, send them over to Barry Carter at Barry3D.com. Just go to my Barry3D website, look for my contact page, and send it through that way. That's the fastest way to get through to me. Send me your pictures. I'm looking to see your comic book stores. That's going to be a lot uh, of fun. We'll start posting those as soon as they start rolling in. And we'll start posting some of our own, too, um, shortly. Uh, and so that, that's it on my side. Ron, any last words? Uh, listen, you know what? Have yourself a, a great end of the year. I hope your year was good. You know, from us to you, we thank you for being part of the Iconist Podcast family. And, you know, still rocking with us. And listen, 2024, we're going to have a whole bunch of new stuff coming down for you. We got some stuff planned. Stay tuned. All I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. And the usual, I would say, you know, this whole world has been started by a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. But I'll tag on to that. Be holidays, mm. and thank you. Out. No, can you, can you say something, please? Thank you. No. No.